0: In April 1963, the distinguished American journalist Philip L. Graham coined the now immortal phrase, the first rough draft of history, while describing the art of journalism and its concomitant duty to explain, on a daily basis, world events to a universal readership. Aptly, the parallels with intelligence reporting could not be more piquant. Allowing for the fact that it was intended for a restricted circle of Whitehall officials, some weaknesses can indeed be viewed as the first rough draft of an historical discourse on the Second World War that continues to this day. Well researched, succinctly written, and persuasively argued, the report appears to have quenched the intellectual curiosity displayed by the JIC and chiefs of staff as to the underlying reasons why Hitler and his high command lost the war in the manner they did. Sixty years after its circulation, this aide memoir also serves as a valuable corrective to a dangerous tendency exhibited by some historians in recent years, namely to forget the military professionalism and successes of the Wehrmacht and to focus instead on the much vaunted superiority of the Allies. As the high priest of wartime British intelligence, Victor Cavendish Bentnick later asserted, the Germans could easily have won the war five times over had the Fuhrer and his commanders not made so many errors of judgment. If nothing else, the publication of some weaknesses will serve to dissuade present and future students of history from underestimating the potency of Hitler's war machine and from forgetting how close it came to winning the war. Yet as we have seen, the report is far from perfect. Aside from its various omissions and occasional errors, some weaknesses also fails to deliver on one of its central mission statements, specifically to serve as a check on the accuracy of JIC papers submitted to the wartime chiefs of staff. From a purely scholastic point of view, this is regrettable inasmuch as, to date, no overall assessment of the Committee's performance in predicting German strategy exists. This evident lack of self-scrutiny on the part of the JIS and JIC may well be construed, in light of recent historical research, as an implicit acknowledgement that Whitehall's central intelligence machine had been less than adept at fathoming the strategic mindset of Hitler and his military advisers. This particular thesis certainly accords with that proffered by Noel Annan, who later lamented in his thought-provoking book Changing Enemies that perhaps our greatest and yet most comprehensive failure was to get inside Hitler's mind and think like him. To fathom the workings of Hitler's mind, so Annan admitted, would have required intelligence of a very high order.